Welcome back to The Daily Poem here on the Close Roots Podcast Network. I'm David Kern. Today's poem is by a Kentucky poet named Maurice Manning. He was born in 1966. And his first collection of poems was awarded the Yale Younger Poets Award. And that was actually chosen by the, uh, the famous poet W.S. Merwin. He is currently an English and creative writing teacher at Transylvania University in Lexington, Kentucky. The poem that I'm going to read today is from a collection which is uh, forthcoming, actually. It's a collection called Rail Splitter. And the whole collection is uh, from the perspective of Abraham Lincoln, actually. That was a nickname for him, Rail Splitter, during his presidential campaigns. And the, uh, the, the perspective of the poems is Abraham Lincoln after he died, actually. The poem that I'm going to read today from that collection is... It's got a long title, and, and this is what that title is. A brief refutation of the rumor that I allowed Willie and Tad to relieve themselves in my upturned hat on a Sunday morning at the office while their mother was attending religious services. So that's, that's the whole title. It goes like this. I will allow a tall hat can be put to purposes other than the polite covering of the head. And the record shows I carried papers in mind, important papers too, and for dramatic effect, I'd pull them out in court, bewildering my opponents. That was practical. The documents intended to prove my claim were sheltered from the weather and less likely to be lost. And having words I'd taken care to write proximate to the head from which they sprang permitted me to ponder them, to keep them, so to speak, in the nest a little longer before they flew into the room to batter against the smudged windows of a prairie courthouse amid the clangs of the punctuating spittoon. It was a commonplace to fill my hat with oats and feed my horse when I was riding on the circuit and the rooming houses where I lodged had few accommodations, so the hat was handy as a basin if a morning ablution were required. On this occasion, however, the hat was mere amusement for the boys who set it on the office floor and pitched pennies into it, stepping farther back each round as I was reading on the couch. Their mother was indeed at church. The weather was profoundly cold and the privy regrettably distant from the office, so boys being boys with a famously permissive father, I agreed to let them use my boot. I figure this show needs a little bit of levity every now and then. It's humorous, but also there's a, I like the, the the way he plays with words. There's the there's the phrase of the um, the punctuating spittoon, the cl- amid the clangs of the punctuating spittoon, um, relating to uh, papers that he kept in a hat so that the papers would be closer to his head, and thus he could he could ponder them better. One of the things I like about this collection and then this poetry is the way it kind of plays with and offers homage to the various legends of Abraham Lincoln's life, um, but also kind of gets at the poetry of those legends, why those things become legend. Um, and in that way, it offers something that, that used to be commonplace in American poetry, but, but today is somewhat lacking that sort of um, poetry that, like a Casey at the Bat type thing, sort of speaks to um, Americana, it, you know, sort of the Americana of American verse. And too often that kind of thing, I think, has been um, forgotten today. And I think this is a collection that gets at that while also getting at um, quite a bit of profundity in the character of Abraham Lincoln himself, as well as in the things that he lived through and the, and the, the ideas that he stood up for and the conflicts that he was a part of the Civil War and otherwise. Uh, so I recommend this, this uh, collection to you when it comes out this fall. In the meantime, here is once again, 
A brief refutation of the rumor that I allowed Willie and Tad to relieve themselves in my upturned hat on a Sunday morning at the office while their mother was attending religious services. I will allow a tall hat can be put to purposes other than the polite covering of the head. And the record shows I carried papers in mine, important papers too. And for dramatic effect, I'd pull them out in court, bewildering my opponents. But that was practical. The documents intended to prove my claim were sheltered from the weather and less likely to be lost. And having words I'd taken care to write proximate to the head from which they sprang permitted me to ponder them, to keep them, so to speak, in the nest a little longer before they flew into the room to batter against smudged windows of a prairie courthouse amid the clangs of the punctuating spittoon. It was commonplace to fill my hat with oats and feed my horse when I was riding on the circuit. And the rooming houses where I lodged had few accommodations, so the hat was handy as a basin if a morning ablution was required. On this occasion, however, the hat was mere amusement for the boys who set it on the office floor and pitched pennies into it, stepping farther back each round as I was reading on the couch. Their mother was indeed at church. The weather was profoundly cold and the privy regrettably distant from the office, so boys being boys with a famously permissive father, I agreed to let them use my boot. This has been The Daily Poem. Thanks so much for listening. I'll be back tomorrow with another poem for you.